Hello you utterly amazing person. Welcome to Nourish Your Wellbeing with Becky of BB Holistic Therapy. Now in today's episode I just wanted to chat to you about a health check. Like when was the last time you had a top to toe health check and knew how you were doing in your overall health? Now recently I had a NHS health check with my GP practice because you know last year I turned 40 and so I was due to have a health check because generally once you hit 40 they like to do regular health checks with you to see how you're doing, see if you're any risk factors of developing future illnesses and if that's the case then they can help and support you to put preventative measures in to make sure that that doesn't happen. So I found it quite fascinating. Now, obviously, I'm a bit delayed in having my 40 health check as I'm now 41, (laughs) marching my way to 42. And with the pandemic and things, things are a little bit behind, aren't they? So it was good to go and have a check-in. And if you're someone who regularly listens to my podcasts, who knows me and knows my story, then you'll be aware that last year I had an awful lot of health issues. So for me now, currently, I feel the fittest and the healthiest and lightest that I have in years which is wonderful so I was really intrigued to kind of see you know how basically how has all that hard work paid off and the reality is it is phenomenal the healthcare assistant that I did it with was absolutely blown away with my score because basically what they do in this health check is they give you a key risk, which is a cardiovascular risk. So they look at your uh, risk factors of um, having a stroke, having a heart attack, developing heart disease, diabetes, and things like that within, you know, like the next 10 year period, given on your your current health. And they look at your family history, lifestyle factors, and and things like that. So I went in and before I went, I had some blood tests done to start with so that they could look at my kidney function. They could look at my blood sugar levels they looked at my liver function and they also looked at my cholesterol so those are all indications about how your overall health is doing so I was quite keen to kind of find out the results now the real positive is that they did my heart rate and it's sitting at 60 so I've got a really healthy regular heart rate and considering all the heart issues that I've had in the last couple of years you know it's phenomenal that it's in a real healthy place, a healthy regular rhythm, which is great. I still have periods where it is erratic, but that's another story anyway. But on the whole, you know, the most of the time my heart is regular and healthy, which is fantastic. Then they did my blood pressure. My blood pressure was 100 over 60. So on the lower end of a normal blood pressure. And so that's a real great indication that my heart is contracting well, it is functioning well, and therefore my body is coping, it's in a good state of balance. And that's a real key indication. Now, if I was someone who was particularly stressed or things like that, then that blood pressure would be higher. If I was showing signs of developing early heart disease, then that would be higher as well. So it's good, you know, that was a nice, healthy state. And then they checked my height and my weight. Well, my height hasn't really changed, still five foot seven, and but my weight has. So the last time I was weighed at my GP practice was a good few years ago. And in, you know, recent months, I, I've I've now lost four stone. So it's it's quite a significant 
difference. And what they do with those figures is they then look at your BMI, which is your body mass index. Now, for me, for my height and my weight, I'm still like in the category that, that they would call you obese. And <laughs> I don't like the terminology. I don't particularly like BMI because we're all so different, you know, and just looking at your height and weight is not an overall factor of how your overall health is. It gives you an indication, don't get me wrong, but I've never been a fan of it. And I don't like the terminology either. And so she sort of said, you've clearly done amazingly, but she really wanted to know what I, what I'd done. And so I started talking to her about the things that I introduced and kind of how my my daily diet looks like and kind of that, that how actually I just I don't focus on calorie counting I don't focus on weighing my food I focus on whole foods I focus on getting my nutrition ensuring I have balanced meals three times a day I don't snack and that is it and that coupled with regular exercise and so and she was like oh yeah it's so important to make sure you have a low fat low carb low sugar diet and you know all of this and I was like mm, okay I don't quite agree with the terminology like I, I understand where they're coming from but actually when you start to explore fats fats are really complicated and it's about having really healthy fats and not having things that are low in fat because if you go for things like that you'll find out that a lot of stuff's been stripped out of them and replaced with horrible chemicals and processes and then the way they've been heated and treated has kind of changed the dimension of them and they then increase your risk of ill health but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast episode. So, but I, I just found it quite interesting. And actually, one of the key things is making sure that we eat a good mix of healthy fats, healthy protein, healthy uh, fiber, as well as ensuring we get our balance of vitamins and minerals and our fermented foods to keep our gut and our microbiome happy. Because when that all works in harmony, our overall health is like, wow, it's amazing. So, yeah, it was quite interesting. But also, I guess our time was short. And I, I found it quite fascinating that trying to explain things, but then I was very quickly jumped on and we didn't quite have always have the chance to talk through things. But that's okay. That's what happens in these things, isn't it? But for me, it was also a bit more about the well-being side and actually how I look after myself on a database basis. Now, so, so heart rate, blood pressure, height and weight, doing all good and so then we took, took a deep dive into looking at my bloods and I've got a really low like blood sugar like it sits beautifully within a, a normal range so I'm not at a risk factor of developing diabetes which is great because I'm someone who has quite a naturally low sugar diet. I don't add unnecessary sugars to my diet. Don't get me wrong I still make homemade cakes and things like that but I don't have it every single day. So it's all about that balance. Then we looked at my kidney function and do you know what? It was incredible. So my sodium isn't really high. It's it's a nice balance level, which suggests that I have a good amount of salt in my diet and that how well I hydrate myself is, is working beautifully. And we quite often get told that salt is really bad for us. And there are elements of salt, that table salt that really has been over-processed and ultra-processed. That isn't good for you. But when you've got your sea salt, then that is good for you. And your Himalayan sea salts, that is really good for you. And we all need salt to keep our sodium balance, which impacts our potassium levels. And that impacts how our electrolytes work within our bodies, keeping our heart stabilized and keeping our hormones 
healthy. So it all has an impact of how it works. So I was thrilled that that was all well, because obviously last year when I was really unwell, they were all over the place. And at the time when I was really unwell as well, my liver function was all over the place. So when I had this period of ill health, my liver function just was off the chart, okay, because where I'd had that autoimmune reaction, my liver just wasn't working properly as it should be. So it's taken time to kind of make sure I... My like I don't develop any sort of fatty liver disease, that I keep my liver healthy and that through the nutrition and the vitamin and minerals that I take, that my liver is functioning well. And that was really fantastic to see. So my liver was just fabulous. You couldn't believe how healthy my liver was, which is brilliant. And it just has that reassurance that actually these steps when you take action to really prioritize your health and your well-being the difference that it can make and obviously one of the risk factors with my liver is in terms of drinking alcohol but she was quite happy that actually I don't drink to excess so therefore I'm not putting myself at risk and quite frankly you know I know there's people out there who don't drink I'm someone who I I do enjoy a glass of wine so I and I think actually there are benefits within that it's when you're drinking to excess And then the other thing that they then looked at was how my cholesterol was. And I think if I went back a couple of years ago, my cholesterol level would probably be quite high, partly because of diet at the time, partly because of stress. And, you know, and so that shift and that change into the whole food approach has transformed. So I I don't have a huge amount of processed and ultra processed foods in my diet. And and as a result, my, my cholesterol is, well, it it doesn't really score on the thing like it it's it's so low it's it's like brilliant and she was like i she couldn't remember the last time she saw a person with a cholesterol equivalent to mine so that's saying something isn't it from the people that they see and then the other thing she asked me about was about my exercise how fast i could walk what my pace was like what i do on a day-to-day basis how many hours of exercise i do a week and also like the type of exercise that i do and so she was really like impressed about my overall or health and so as a result they do all these calculations and so you get it's like a low medium or high risk of developing and you know the lower risk is less than 10 percent and mine came out as 0.8 percent and she was like I don't know the last person who had a health check with me that scored so low and I just I came out there thinking I'm just absolutely buzzing because I thought well It just shows, doesn't it, when we put in the hard work, when we put in the dedication, when we put in that commitment to continuously prioritise our health and our well-being, then we really reap the benefits. And I honestly, I genuinely feel so well and I've worked incredibly hard to get to where I am and I still have got a long way to go. And I think wherever you are on your health and well-being journey, maybe you're someone who hasn't even started yet. Maybe you're someone who is ignoring all the warning signs, is kind of listening to the noise that's out there, but you're not really interested because you haven't got the energy to put into it. And I guess what I would stress to you is maybe it is time to sit back and go, do you know what? I really need to look at my health. You need to look at, you know, have a check in and see how you're doing because we all have risk factors and you know like the thing is it can change can't it like if I got became highly stressed then those numbers would change or if I suddenly started eating a really poor diet all those numbers would change 
but I value my health. I value being well and feeling well every single day. And I'm sure you want that too. And I guess I really want to stress that if you're someone who has been invited for a health check and you've ignored it, then I wouldn't ignore it. I would go out and and get it done. But if you're someone also who isn't perhaps due for one and you can't get one at your GP surgery, then maybe consider having a look at your overall health. And if you want a starting point of some signposting, then let me work with you. Let me help signpost you in the right direction of how you can be the best version of yourself. At the end of the day, our health is everything. All the choices we make every single day impact our overall health and our well-being of how our bodies function, how well we sleep, how well we communicate, and how our overall health and happiness is. And it's so important. At the end of the day, you only die once. You live every single day. And it's your choice and your control of how you choose to live it. And I know, without a doubt, that I want that to be vibrant. I want it to be joyous and I want it to be happy. And therefore, everything that I do within my daily habits, within my little rituals of nurturing and loving myself and valuing the worth of my health just transforms me to be the best version of myself. So I hope you find this episode useful. I hope it gives you some insight and some comfort that no matter where you are on your health and well-being journey, that if you are struggling and you need some inspiration that know that you can overcome things you can make a difference and you will if I can do this honestly anyone can it's just up to you whether you're ready with arms wide open with love and kindness from me to you take care thank you as always for taking the time to listen to my podcast it is a real joy to have you here listening If you've loved what I've talked about today and would like to connect, then pop me a message, head to my website, bbholistictherapy.com, and I can't wait to connect.